everyone. Welcome to the next episode of I Am We Are Black Family Talk. I'm your host, Yamina, social entrepreneur, mom, artist, new activist, and philanthropist. And I am here solo um, because I am doing the women's empowerment session. This is our first women's empowerment podcast. Women's empowerment is super, super close to my heart. And you can call yourself a feminist, a womanist, or just someone who believes in the equality and the greatness of women. And that's me. I don't normally label myself a feminist or womanist necessarily, but I believe in what they all do. Um, So, yeah. So this first empowerment session, it is going to be about yours truly. And it's not one of those vain things, but I like to introduce myself in a more intimate way, a more detailed way as to how I went from, you know, a kid to what I consider a very empowered woman. And it has been a work in progress. I didn't just wake up like this. So here we go. So. At the beginning of the year, 2018, I released a memoir. Um, in that memoir of myself, I it's called Surviving the Hood, my stories of childhood, motherhood, adulthood, and businesshood uh, was my way to share with the world a more intimate view of where I came from and how I got to where I am today. Um, a lot of people, especially in the world of social media, they see me on social media and I'm pretty, pretty much promoting a vi- business or you know, talking about school or a conference or something that I'm doing. But people don't know how it starts. And I'm always one of those people who always want to let people know that just because you see something on social media and things look easy or you hear something and it sounds easy, many times, most times, um, the people that you see who are successful, who are in power, who are making boss and money moves did not just start today. This is, is something that they have worked on likely for years. I mean, some people, you know, get that blessing, that luck, and they have an idea and bam, it takes off immediately. But many times we are working, you know, long days, long nights, and, you know, always redefining our goals in order to be the success and who we feel like we should be, not for other people, but, you know, what you consider a success. And so, you know, I wrote that book so people could see how it started. So if you haven't read the book, it's called Surviving the Hood Again. And it talks about, so the childhood, it talks about my childhood. Um, we were a very low income family. Um, my mom was a single mom. You know, she had her, you know, things going on. She was kind of young, had her little issues finding herself. And so my siblings and I, we had a struggling um, childhood. You know, we had Section 8 and food stamps and probably every type of public assistance there were. And um, I moved, you know, from my home city as a teenager and moved to another state. And then my struggles there and, um, you know, 
almost pretty much homeless, not on the street homeless, but not really having a stable home, like bouncing from friend's house to friend's house, um, ending up. Um, in my own apartment at 17. So I've learned to pay bills and take care of myself at a very young age. And, you know, that into 19 being a teen mom, going to, you know, putting myself into a local community college after having to drop out of high school and getting a GED, going to community college, um, my adulthood, my relationships, um, getting my bachelor's degree, going into law school and my businesshood, you know, starting businesses. I've always known I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've, you know, even when I was little, I'm like, you know, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a judge, but I want to be a boss. Um, I didn't really know what that looked like. I didn't really know many people who own businesses. My dad was an entrepreneur. And at, when I was a kid, I didn't really look at it that way. You know, he's a martial artist and I looked at his art and his craft, but never really looked at it as a business because I had never really seen entrepreneurship when I was a child. Um, or, you know, many people who did it, but I, I, for some reason, I just knew that I wanted to be my own boss. And so I've always had that in me and something I've always wanted to do. And over the last, I'm going to say I started my first entrepreneur journey when I was about 18, uh, starting to do taxes. And so it's been about a good 18 years. Um, since then, I've done, you know, dibbled and dabbled in different things. And I have settled on my children's group practice where I, where I focus on tax law, um, business consulting, and legal support, like reviewing contracts. And then I am a founder and executive director of the Dream It For Foundation, a youth mentoring program where I recently started one of the first um, global mentoring programs um, based off technology. And uh, my brand, I am Yamina Inc. I have a retail line underneath um, where I, this is the brand where I'm empowering women, hosting my I Am Women's Empowerment Conferences, and recently getting into my activism space with Read the Handbook Project. And so, you know, since I am, you know, talking about that, um, before I jump into my conference, I'm going to say so. With all of those things that happened over my life, it has shaped me into the woman that I am today. So when I look back in my childhood, I'm not upset. Um, I I was upset with my parents uh, for a long time. But me and my mom were like best, best buddies um, now. Um, But instead of me staying upset with what I didn't have as a child, I look at how it made me stronger. Um, I don't think that kids should have to fend for themselves or, you know, live a life of lack, but it did give me some tools that definitely have taken me far as an adult. And one of those things is responsibility. Um, being responsible for my actions and what I bring to the world. Um, giving me the understanding that things aren't handed to us. Um, some people have it like that. You know, it's easy for a small group of people in the world where they don't have to do much work and they just get everything. But most of us, we have to work for the things we want. If we want to graduate college, we have to work at our grades. If we want to um, start a business, we have to start somewhere. If we want to make money, we have to, you know, have that career with the education behind or have the idea and create a business 
business and all of these different things. And so my childhood has shown me that I have to be responsible. Um, I have to take, you know, control over my own actions and what those consequences are or those successes from my actions. Um, And I've taken that with me. And over the years, I've grown into a person who is I'm pretty much no nonsense when it comes to being the best you you can be. Um, I believe that everyone has it in them to live the life that they choose, not my life, not, you know, Stacy's life or Lisa's life, the life that you choose because we all value different things. And so I'm an advocate for people finding who they are in order to live their best lives, right? And so my childhood taught me a lot of things and, you know, it has taught me to be strong. I have been knocked down, knocked down, knocked down, but I always get back up and I'm never really crying over it. It's like, okay, that didn't work. That was hard. Let me see what I can do differently, right? And so I'm just looking at different things that I can do in order to make something work. And and I've, I've also learned that, you know, some things just don't work, but I'm strong enough to take the no's. I'm strong enough to take the failures um, and just keep moving. And I know a lot of people get stuck in why aren't things going right for me? And why won't anyone say yes? But the truth is things will go right and things have gone right at some point. People will say yes, but so many people are hung up on the no or the bad that they quickly forget how good you had it at some point and that you will get that good again. Or just because you got a no today, you could get that powerful yes tomorrow that could change your life. And so I've learned to not get hung up on the no's and the bad and what's not going right in my life and using that as a way to just reevaluate. Okay, what could I have done differently? Um, maybe that wasn't my opportunity. I'm not technically a religious person, but I'm very spiritual. And so when I look at things, I, I do believe that timing is everything. And it may have, have not been the time for something to manifest. Um and so those are things that my childhood taught me. And then as a mother, um, that that a young mother, it took me on another level to say, now I am responsible for the life of someone, right? And I want to try to give them the best life. I always say, I don't do this just for my kids. I know so many people say, I do this just for my kids. I don't do this just for my kids. My kids are a part of why I do things and why I strive for greatness, but I do it for myself. It's a very selfish thing for me that I don't consider selfish, Is that if that makes sense. The things that I do to be successful, the things that I do to make me happy should make me happy because it pours out into the people I love and into my business and to all of those things. And so, you know, I, I do it for my children, but I do it for me first so I can be a better person for them, a better role model for them. Um, and so, but when I had her, I'm just like, okay, so I don't want to do have my child live the same life that I've lived. And so I am going to do better. I am going to go to school because when you come from poverty and low income areas, college is one of those things that is not a guarantee, but it gives you so 
much of a better chance in order to break that cycle that many people in poverty have not realized because they've never seen it done. Um, but I know I'm a living, breathing example that education, not just a degree, but to learn on another level, to critically think on another level, to see things outside of what you've seen all your life. Um, changes who you are in a good way and you are able to look at the world in a different way you're able to look at things in a way that okay this doesn't make sense for my my life people may say this but this doesn't make sense for me but I know how to use this tool in order for it to make sense for me um and so you know, I wanted to do those things. I wanted to be educated. I wanted to start a business. I wanted to make money, even though money has never been um, one of my core values. I don't value money. We need money in order to survive, but I've never been a person who only does things for money. It's just not who I am. And I mean, if that's you, that's fine. Um, I just, that's just not one of my highest core values, right? So mine is happiness. Um, but then, so as a young mother, I've, I learned that in order to be a role model for her, in order to have her live a different life and get just a little head start in the world that I had to be a better version of myself. I was only 19 at that time, so I know I had time. But at that time, I'm just like, you know what? I need to get this done. And I'm glad I did um, because there were so many other obstacles and things that happened since I was 19. And so um, that was my motherhood life. And then as an adult, you know, relationships, I'm not married, I'm in a relationship. um, But marriage has never been at the top of my priority list. I've never been a person who feels like I am less than a woman or I am not worthy because I am not married because I have to make myself happy. No one else can make me happy. And a person, a marriage is a partnership that you both bring in your best selves and not just half of you hoping someone can make you whole. And so until probably recent years, I knew I had so many things that I still needed to work on as a woman that I did not press the marriage issue. And when people asked me, it was kind of annoying, like, oh, well, you've graduated, you have children, da da da, when are you get married? Well, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I will sleep <laughs> great every night, even if I'm not married alone, right? Um, but so the relationships, you know, we all go through those ups and downs. Um, I just want to say the people who have been heartbroken because we all have been there to don't get stuck in that place. That person just was not for you. They could have been having, you know, a bad point in their lives at that time that it just didn't make sense for them. Um to be in a good relationship or they didn't need to be in a relationship. Maybe they needed to find them. And so don't, you know, hold on to broken hearts. Just, you know, keep moving forward. And, you know, my adulthood, you know, and it's not just intimate relationships. It's even relationships with business partners and friends that have come and gone. Um, And I don't cry over friendships they there have been people that I've talked to for years and that we just stopped talking um one day and I'm so at peace with that I'm so okay with that because 
we have our own lives. And if at that point in, you know, a friend's life, a business partner's life that I just didn't fit, I don't force it. I'm okay with that because I want people to feel the peace and happiness that I feel. Um, And maybe I just was not the person for that space to occupy that space. And I'm totally okay with that. And that's one of the things I think that we as people need to understand and be okay with, right? We need to be okay that you may not be the cup of tea for someone at that moment or ever again. And that's okay because that's their life to live. And you just go on and you live your life. And so... My book talks about all of these different things um, as I've gone through my 36 years of life. Yes, I did tell my age and I'm about to be 37 in two weeks. And so through my 36, almost 37 years of life. Um, I talk about that. I share some really intimate stories of things that have happened over my life. But again, I've used those as stepping stones to be a happier, more productive, um, just better person um, overall. And so, you know, I say all of this to say that we all have challenges and you will all we will all have successes but what we need to do again is to just focus on the good in it you know because happiness can't be bought um no amount of money will make you happy no person will make you happy um no success in your business will make you happy those are temporary things that you may feel the feeling of happiness but it doesn't make you happy as a person in general and so you know i'm i hope that everyone can from that you know just snippet of my life just know that we've all started from somewhere i mean you know that song started from the bottom now we hear it's like seriously like that like started from the bottom um eating meat out of a can you know they had like this meat in a can like pork or whatever that we had and just cereal with no name brand I mean all of these different things but it doesn't define who I am it didn't define who I was at that time and I'm still a happy person Um, I'm still a well-rounded successful person I don't I don't say that to myself a lot about my success but I am successful in my own right. You know, I am successful in school. I have three degrees, one of which is a doctorate. I'm successful in businesses. I have been running them successfully for several years um, without working, you know, a job. So I have maintained, I have, you know, my most recent success is after baby number four, um, gaining 30 pounds and then deciding like, look, okay, it's a year and a half after baby number four. It's time to focus on you and get your health back together, get your body back together and just deciding to, you know, eat right and exercise daily. And I've, I've learned that I'm stronger and more athletic than I even thought I was when I actually did do um, sports when I was younger. Um, so even those things, I'm always working to be a better version of myself, a better success in all aspects of my life. Um, 
And I just encourage you to do the same because we all have it in us. We all have it in us. And so I encourage you to do the same. And so then what I want to talk about, um, I, I briefly talked about my women's empowerment conferences under my I Am Yamina brand. Um, I want to say that that conference is coming up very quickly. Um, the first conference is happening in Richmond Park, Illinois, which is right outside of Chicago on August 12th. And then we will be back in Atlanta, August 18th. Um, in Hampton, right outside of Atlanta, on August 18th, and it's for women, all walks of life. This is not just for the business woman. This is not just for the abused woman. This is not for, just for the homeless woman. This is for all women. Um, this conference is something that you can get something out of, no matter where you are in life. Um, we're having speakers who's gonna, you know, share their expertise, but then we'll also sit down with some dessert and discussions, and just have an open conversation with. With our guests and our panelists, um, vendors, female vendors, um, female gift bag sponsors. So this is all the power of the woman, right? And I love it. Um, I started this conference. Someone asked me recently why I chose this conference. And I decided to this conference because it was one conversation I had with someone about how black women didn't support each other. All we did was backstab and, you know, be jealous and hateful against one another. And I, I had to say, like, I just cannot believe that's true because people are always so quick to group people together as a race. Um, and so they just say black women, but realistically it's not a black woman thing. If you are a jealous, bitter person, it doesn't matter the color of your skin. You're just going to be a jealous, bitter person. And so I'm just like, no, that can't be. So let me test out my theory. And so I decided I'm going to host this conference. I'm just going to ask people to come and be a part for some speakers to volunteer, for some vendors to set up, that kind of thing. And it turned out so amazing. I mean, I had so many people want to speak. I had people vending. I had guests. And the conference is not a huge conference. This is not like, okay, we have hundreds of people, thousands of people. This is a very intimate 50 woman conference, but we all get to connect. There are women that I talked to um, from the beginning, and I know I've talked about this before, probably in the business segment, but those is, is women that I've talked to met from a conference in 2015 that now I call my sisters um, because they are, they're phenomenal people. And so I'm just like, I knew that couldn't be so. And so each year I've done, I've been to five different cities, three different states, um, and plan on expanding to other states. And so it's always my pleasure to meet other dynamic women. Um, last in the last two years, we've included the Trailblazer Award, where women are nominated for their service in their communities or their jobs. And I've gotten to read the stories of so many amazing women. We have four Trailblazers awards to give out this year and about six or seven nominees. And so I am um, elated to go through that process with them. Um, 
Yeah, so and so if you are in the Chicago area or the Atlanta area, I encourage you to come visit us. Um, the tickets are on sale at IamYamina.com slash tickets. Um, so I encourage you if you've never been or even if you have and you just really had a good time, everything changes because when the speakers change, the, the, the content, and t- content and the dynamic of the conference changes. So don't think because you've been once that it's going to be the same thing because it's always fun it's always different it's always exciting um so yeah that's the conference um the other things that i'm doing now i have been really in my spiritual space thinking about how do I give to the world outside of my mentoring program and my mentoring program i'm mentoring um teen girls and then I have a women's empowerment program where we they're young ladies do a more coaching mentoring program but I wanted to do something outside of that realm and see what was important to me these days what am I inspired by what do I want to do and so I decided to um you know go into the world of activism and the project that I'm working on is called Read the Handbook Project. Um, the mission is to combine education and action on the importance of reading the parent and student handbook, recognizing it is essentially school law, and using the knowledge and action to eliminate the school-to-prison pipeline that primarily hurts youth of color. And the reason I've decided to do that, my kids are homeschooled for the second or third year and I have learned so much about who they are as children how they learn and what they were lacking in traditional schools and then I always hear the stories of you know little black boys being kicked out of school for doing the same things that other races do that aren't really violent or or anything but for some reason because of the color of their skin everything that they do is amplified and made into some kind of crime um little kids you know little eight-year-olds and five-year-olds being handcuffed in school for you know throwing temper tantrums which is if any professional in the medical field or a scientific field will tell you that tantrums and things are normal for young kids and the schools are criminalizing it. Um, The resource officers who are only police officers who are handcuffing and body slamming and taking our kids to jail at such a young age, starting that record of criminalizing them, um, that I've been inspired in order to use my small space um, to talk about this issue to help women not just women, but parents um, understand the student handbook and encourage them to read it, encourage them to talk to school officials and Congress in order to um, change the policies such as the zero tolerance rule that's in so many school handbooks um, in 2018 and for the last several years, which if you do one thing that's on the zero tolerance list that you are automatically kicked out of school when some of those things don't even uh, match up to the need to take away 
the right of uh, education. And so I, I want to use my legal background and my love for kids and my love for education in order to be an activist and a voice in the prisons of pipeline arena. And so, you know, if you want to get involved um, with that, please do reach out and let me know. Um, I, I'm new to the activist space. I'm, I've always been into my community and nonprofits in that space, but really being a voice and an activist is something new to me. And so even if you have some words of encouragement, you you are an activist, you know someone, you have any advice, I am more than open to hear it. Um, so please contact me. Um, you can contact me at IamYamina.com. Um, I A M Y A M I N A H dot com. The same way you get the tickets or learn anything about me. So everything that I do, my businesses, my community service, uh, my philanthropic efforts, which I am. Um, on a team who's giving away many grants to youth leaders or programs who support youth. Um, So that's what we're doing in the philanthropic space. That can be found on my website. Um, So I'm going to close this. I'm getting to my 30 minutes, but I want to close and say, you are amazing. You are capable. Um, find your happy. I'm about, I love affirmations, but I just want to tell you straightforward that you can find your happiness. First of all, just find out what you love. Really take some time to discover who you are as a person. What makes you smile in a day? What makes you motivated in a day? And then you use those things in order to expand your business or your careers or your community or another person give back um the the best feeling that i get on a daily basis is when i can do something for my children for my my mentoring group for my community because the world is not just about us um you get so much more back when you give um so i encourage you to if you're not into any volunteering arena you don't give anything I encourage you it does not have to be money it does not have to be in any certain field just give back you know go volunteer at the school go to a nursing home donate a canned good you know something um it 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 expands your happiness meter <laughs> to a whole nother level um So I encourage you all to do that. I mean, there's so many more things that I could talk to you about in this women's empowerment space, how I um, started, where I'm going, but I am at a time and I am not going to take this um, platform and just talk, talk, talk. But if you are... A woman who wants to be featured in my women's empowerment segment, please do contact me through my website, IamYamina.com. I love to feature you, whatever it is that you do, your business, your, you know, your community involvement, um, your, you know, trial to triumph story. I love to talk to you. I love to feature you. So please do contact me. Um, As usual, it has been great talking to you. It has been great to share this platform that I am. We are Black Family Talk with you where we talk about everything for the culture. So until next time, bye.